What's up everyone, James here and welcome to another episode of the Aquarium Podcast. Today is a thought-provoking one really on the insane journey of our fish and how resilient they really are. It's funny, but up until a few months back I never really spent the time to sit back and really think about where in fact all my fish come from and how in part the amount of stress that's placed upon these tiny animals. A good example to start with, pretty much any fish that's tropical would likely to have its wild habitat in a country far away from ours. Some from lakes, rivers, or even the ocean are caught by local fishermen by a net and likely placed into a bucket. From there, they spend their time traveling to the fisherman's home or to a local fish farm and taken from the parameters of their habitat and placed in systems which are likely different conditions. From there, they would either spend their time being bred or sold to wholesalers around the world. Let's use this as an example to begin with. So the fish would then likely be bagged up from the fish farm and placed into a box or crate and then transported to an airport. From there, they would be collected, moved, relocated, bumped or shoved about until loaded onto an aeroplane. Then succumb to the noise, the pressure and even the speed of being in a plane for many hours until its destination. Next, the same would likely happen in unloading with all the bumping and banging around and then loaded into another method of transport to the local sorting office. From there, again, they are moved about, processed and transported once more to a local wholesaler to which they get unpacked and placed into pools with completely different water parameters to what they had in the bag. The fish generally, from what I've read or heard about, would stay in these holding tanks for a couple of days until they are once again being shipped to your local fish store. So once more being bagged, loaded and transported off to a sorting office and once again being distributed into transport to your local fish store. Once arriving at the shop and hopefully quarantined, they are then for another time being placed into holding tanks, which will likely have different parameters to the ones that they originally came from. Um, To then once more be sat there until you walk through the door and buy the fish. I'm sure you can see the trend as the shopkeeper then attempts to catch the fish, bag it and hand it to you in which then we walk through the door to our car and for another ride back home um, where the fish, depending on the fish keeper, is either acclimated to our aquariums or just plopped right in to hopefully live out its life. I think even forgetting the the insane journey from the wild, um, it's an absolutely amazing journey to our homes. It's still a lot of stress even if we found fish from local breeders, so yeah, the time is shortened it's still a big journey for such little animals though. It's a good thought-provoking topic really that we understand where our animals come from and how we need to treat them when arriving in our homes. Acclimation definitely helps but again it's still stressful especially if they're placed with the wrong animals um, which may be aggressive. Uh, We all fall for the beginner mistakes of buying fish that aren't compatible and maybe more needs to be done on educating people from the outset. Maybe the fish drawer should spend more time nursing the fish before selling them. We all know this won't happen as it's money, but it's just food for thought. 
It's amazing to think a lot of the animals we keep that aren't fish are probably having the same insane journeys too. Another place of interest to me is water chemistry. Hobbyists spend their life chasing the perfect conditions and all the info online suggests that we should be aiming for this in our aquariums. And yes, to some extent there are, there are of course health benefits to this such as you know avoiding scale burn, helping molting issues um, with shrimp, but can the same be said for most domestic bred fish? I'm no expert by any extent, but surely evolution would kick in and help them adapt to the conditions they're bred in. Who knows? Again, it's just my personal thoughts. Maybe one day I'll speak to a scientific expert to answer all my crazy, crazy questions. Wrong or right, people have kept fish in the wrong conditions for years. Yes, it's cruel and yes, it should be stopped, but it happens. Yet again, we should con could argue that fish are surviving and not thriving, but it happens nevertheless. For me, personally, I try to con concentrate on stability rather than chasing the numbers. I, I'll openly admit that I have fish in water conditions that they aren't right for. I made rookie mistakes at the beginning due to the lack of information and impulse. I didn't have the right space right now um, to relocate and would it be fair for my fish once more to be moved when they are already settled? Who knows? All we can do is learn from our mistakes, understand the environments our fish need to live in and make it the best life they can have. Surely that's the best thing for them. In an ideal world, we, c we wouldn't even keep them in glass boxes, but if we couldn't, then there would be no hobby, no way to unwind, and no way to study the animals and their ecosystems and help maybe protect them from extinction in the wild. Thanks for taking the time to listen and I'll see you in the next one.